GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. So my name's uh, David Wilkinson. Um, I'm the chair of the clinical advisory board for the National Skin Cancer Centres and uh, I'm professor at Macquarie University in Sydney. Um, and uh, I'm talking again today to Paul Elmsley, who is the CEO and founder of HealthCert and the National Skin Cancer Centres. And this is part of our series of short podcasts in which we're discussing some of the key topics um, around managing uh, skin cancer clinics and uh, general practices. Uh, Paul, how are you today? Thank you, David. I'm good. Thank you. Excellent. So... In this um, conversation, Paul, I'd like to um, discuss with you the really important topic of of providing a really high quality service to patients. Um, And and specifically the way that goes beyond the clinical care that we provide. Um, I think all of us um, expect, uh, frankly, an exemplary service in whatever we do you know if we're getting our car serviced uh, if we're jumping on an airplane to go to sydney or melbourne or brisbane uh, if we've popped into the shopping center to to get a haircut you know these days we all expect things to be on time to be clean uh, these days covid safe um, everything to to work well for us never never mind the actual core content and um, I think all of us that, that are busy and active and working in health services recognize that this is true um, now more than ever before. You've got a lot of experience and you're very passionate about this particular topic. Um, you, I'm a doctor, you're not, but you are very, very heavily invested in, in all of this work. Talk, talk to us a little bit, Paul, about the importance of the service that patients receive in, in, in our clinics. Um, and how we go about, how you believe it's important that doctors go about uh, providing a really good service outside of the clinical work, uh, how that gets measured and how that gets managed and how, how patient complaints get, uh, get reported and, and dealt with. Well, thanks, David. I mean, look, it's a very interesting topic. And I think the key thing that we all need to remember is that patients have choices, right? They can come and see you or they can go to someone else. And, you know, in today's world, as we all know, is that if someone has a bad experience, and I'll frame that in a moment, you know, they're able to tell hundreds or not thousands of people in a very, very short period of time. And, you know, particularly if they then put these, you know, once again, they, let's say I use Google reviews, it's now visible to potentially, you know, th- you know tens of thousands of people. And yeah. I think that if we all, you know, relate to ourselves, and there's a great example used before, but, you know, let's say I use a restaurant or a hotel as another good example, of, you know, if I'm going to look at going to a restaurant, I'm looking at the reviews, right? That's the one of the key decision-making aspects is I'm yeah. seeing what other people are sharing as their experiences. And yeah, we all that, do that for uh, like hotels, right? And Airbnb, just about everything, right? Yeah, correct. So the world's shifted. And I think that, you know, medicine also needs to understand and recognize that. And, you yeah. know, the, 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 the clinical service, you know, like I said, if we, we think about the patient's journey, right? The patient's journey starts from booking the appointment was it easy yeah. did i have to sit on the phone being on hold for you know 10 minutes 
Uh, yeah. The phone rang out, you know, for example. I mean, that's one of the common ones. I mean, if I ring somewhere and the phone rings out, I just don't bother, right? I mean, yeah. you know, as I said, we're all very, you know, time poor and, and want convenience. So the patient's journey starts from when they book their appointment. It then continues to how they're greeted at the front desk. They are then obviously picked up by a doctor, taken to a consulting room, had obviously whatever happens in there, comes out and is then billed and then is typically has some sort of recall or follow-up. I mean, particularly in skin yeah. cancer, that's obviously very prevalent, probably less so in primary care. Now, what I'm just conscious of, that's the continuum of the journey. Now you could deliver an yeah. exceptional clinical service, but if your receptionist is somebody who's not got a very good manner in communication or doesn't seem to be empathetic, that's what the patient remembers and they walk out the door. So yeah. I think that, you know, as a practice, you know, you know, yes, it's very important the doctor, you know, listens with empathy, um, you know, shows interest, um, you know, obviously meets their needs, you know, I mean, all those sort of things, doesn't talk down or be condescending because they're the sort of things that we get as feedback as to what irks patients, besides obviously waiting a long time, you know, that's right. another thing that's a problem in practices. I mean, if, if you are running late, you need to train your staff to inform the patient this is the case, because there's nothing worse sitting there in the corner and thinking you're the next person up and uh, find out you're not. Now. Yeah. So I suppose I'm just conscious of it, it is an entire journey. So we need to be mindful of that, right? So it is all important. Everyone plays a role to in patient satisfaction. Now, in our practices, we've chosen, and we've been doing this for many years now, is to actually measure patient's satisfaction. And we use a method yeah. called NPS, Net Promoter Score. So right. what we do in our practices is that after the patient's been in our clinic, and we've now automatically set this up through um, you know, our online uh, booking system provider, which we use HotDoc for this particular process, uh, but right. you know the other providers you know can deliver similar sorts of things. So after the patient's been in, it sends them an, an SMS and basically says, you know, would you like to rate the service? And we find about twenty-five to thirty percent of patients choose to do so, which is good. Right. We see thousands yep. of patients a week, so we get hundreds of uh, pieces of feedback, and we really ask them three questions: Would you refer a family or friend rated between zero and ten? You know, yeah. um, you know, why did you give us that score? And what one thing could we improve uh, to get a better score next time? So what happens with people is this, if they score you a nine or a 10, they're happy with the service and experience they had at your practice. If they yeah. score you a seven or eight, they're what they call is they're indifferent, right? So in other words, you didn't, you know, blow them away, but at the same time, you didn't disappoint them. If they've scored you a six or below, they are unhappy and they're going out and they're gonna go and tell everybody, uh, you know, everyone they know, don't go to that clinic, don't go and see that doctor, which is something we obviously don't wanna yeah. have. So we, we all do that, don't we? We all do that. If we have a bad experience at a restaurant or, or, or a cinema or a hotel or wherever it is, we all do that. So the research says it's 10 to one. You're 10 times right. more likely to, to share a negative story than a positive one, which is very unfortunate in that yeah. situation. So from our perspective is we want to catch these people that are unhappy as quickly as possible and try and rectify the situation. So yeah. the way that we do it is then, um, you know, obviously the patients from the day before have filled in obviously their feedback. The practice manager then gets that report um, the next day. And anyone yeah. who has scored us below a six, we give them a phone call, right? So we mm. ring Mrs. Jones. So we've got the score, we've got why she's given us that score. And we give her a phone call and say, hi, Mrs. Jones, I'm really sorry to hear we didn't meet your expectations. You mentioned this, could you tell me a little bit more about it, right? 
So right. learn learn why they're 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 not happy. Now, if they've had to wait too long, you know, things happen. Obviously, you know, medical practices, it's hard to time manage. Um, mm. But you know, mm. there are other things, you know, like I was treated with disrespect or you know, something or otherwise. So what right. you normally what you do in those situations is basically say, let them vent, right? Let them let them get it off their chest. And like I said, you want to be the first person hearing this, not the last. And yep, then say yep. that. And say to Mrs. Jones, look, I'm really sorry we didn't meet your expectations. You mentioned, you know, this person or this thing. Would you mind uh, just giving me a little bit of time to go back and speak to the person in question? And can I give you a call back? Mm -hmm. Go away, find out more. I mean, it said it might be something that you can't do anything about, or it could be a pattern of behaviour you're not even aware of as a practice manager yeah. or as a doctor. And yeah. then ring, ring Mrs. Jones back and say, well, hey, I've spoken to Nancy or, or Dr. Bob or whatever it was. Uh, you know, we're really disappointed we didn't meet your expectations. You know, we hope that, uh, you know, Nick, and thank you for your feedback because that's the only way we learn. We really appreciate it. So basically sharing that you're listening, you care, and you're going to take action. If you can do those three things, what happens is you diffuse the situation and the person who yeah. was going to be a detractor, because that's what a six yeah. or below is called, you can yeah. turn them into a promoter to turn them into a yeah. nine or a ten. Because right. most, most people that are unhappy just need to be heard or want to be heard and or, you know, the business is listening or the practice is listening and taking action from that feedback. Right. Right. That's really helpful. So, I mean, you know, if we wrap this up, Paul, um, we kind of want our patients to fall in love with the service. Um, you know, the clinical work has to be exemplary. Uh, you know, we, we have great doctors in our clinics who, who do skin checks really well. They do procedures really well. Um, but, but I think what you're saying is we want patients to fall in love with the service and we want them to, you know, have, as you say, a fantastic experience from, from start to finish. And if they do that, that, of course, they'll keep coming back and get fantastic clinical care, which is what we, we all want them to do. And they will encourage their family and friends to... Um, to, to, to come along for the ride and, and come to the clinic. Does that sum it up? Yeah, I think so. And I think, once again, we just need to be mindful of the fact is that, you know, once again, patients do have choices. You know, like, I mean, it, it's not, it's, it's changed from the day of the old family doctor that my parents went to and I go to them. You know, there's, you know, patients move around as much as they do have a preferred doctor. If you obviously do something or the practice does something to obviously um, make them unhappy, you know, they have many, many other options up the road. And also, yeah. if you want to charge a premium for your service, so if you're a private billing practice and, and you know, want to charge, well, you know, it's even more important that you actually deliver uh, an exceptional experience from, once again, the patient booking through to the billing process. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, having those conversations around the practice to understand that, I mean, I would pay attention to your Google reviews. I mean, somebody right. in the practice, typically the practice manager, should be looking at those. And soon as someone says something negative, or even if they say something positive, Acknowledge it. Thank you, Mrs. Jones. I'm really happy that you had a great experience at our practice. Conversely, if I said something negative, you know, once again, interact with them. Don't just let it sit there because when people review, look at reviews, one is I look at the star rating. That's the first thing you do. And then, right. I mean, this is what I do and I'm sure most people do as well. I'll then go through and look at the last four or five reviews. If it's yeah. bad, and but the business has responded, you know, in obviously a, a sympathetic and, and a positive way, then I can yep. obviously go, well, you know, at least they're listening. I mean, no one gets it right 100 times out of 100, right? right? There are patients, it would not matter what you did, you would still not please them. So let's just accept that sure. that's, that's the market we're in. 
But yeah. ultimately, we want more fans than we want detractors. And we really want to be in a position that if we do have someone who's unhappy, let's jump on them straight away. Let's see if we can resolve it. Because we learn from each time. And I think that, you know, as I said, it, it could be the clinical side. It could be, once again, the admin side. Uh, but we all learn together. Sure. Excellent. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for your time. I think that's really helpful. And I'm sure everybody uh, that listens to this will find it useful. And we'll continue the conversation next time. Look forward to it. Thanks, David. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to helpsert.com.